Thank you for tuning in to the Restaurant Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, TK. Today's episode is about pre-shifts. Why are they such an integral part to your daily shift? What are some three key reasons of having pre-shifts and why are they so important? And lastly, how do you delegate these pre-shifts to some of your other high-performing teams who you're trying to develop? A lot of great stuff in today's episode. Um, And I want to thank Spotify for Podcasters for sponsoring this. I look forward to uh, the next 15 minutes of your time, and I hope you do as well. Let's get to it. All right, folks, hope you're having a great week. Uh, Today, let's talk about pre-shifts. Let's be real. Pre-shifts are one of the most overlooked aspects of running a shift. I see that pre-shifts typically go to the wayside first whenever things hit the fan. And in fact, it's probably the worst move to make. Without a pre-shift, people don't have common goals. The energy for the shift isn't set. um, And you're typically just setting yourself up for failure. Now, guys, unexpected things happen in restaurants every day. If you're new to the restaurant industry or you're new to leadership, uh, every day is different, right? There's a new challenge. There's new opportunity. Uh, it's, it's just different every single day. And pre-shifts allow us to find some form of common vision and preparation to prepare for those unexpected things that come up. You know, things like call-outs, uh, 86 items, specials, equipment breakdowns, uh, things happening in the community. I mean, there's so much stuff that goes on that affects the day-to-day business that it does need to be discussed with the whole team because everybody is in it together. Okay. Um, as I've stated in the last few episodes, the manager and the leader is the information funnel. Okay. You dictate what information goes to your crew. You dictate how much information or how little information they get. And pre-shifts are one of those things that allow you to communicate some of those without having an all-employee meeting or anything like that. Teams that plan ahead avoid stress and the hair pulling kind of chaos that happens in the restaurant industry. If you have a pre-shift, now it's not the answer to all, right? You, you know, there are a lot of things that go into running a perfect shift, but pre-shifts are step number one. Okay. Having a pre-shift is important for three key reasons. And those are number one, preparation for the day. Number two, alignment and directing your crew to a common goal and mindset. And then last and probably the most important is setting the tone for the shift. Now, when you think about a pre-shift, think of it as a huddle before a big game, study time that students use to prepare for a big test. Um, You can also think of it as kind of like a training session that athletes have to do before they compete, right? Pre-shifts, are in the same ballpark as those without the huddle, the study time or the training sessions, those people will be left goalless and really just not as prepared as it, as they could have been. Same thing with your shift guys and gals. If you don't have a pre-shift, you're just sending your players out to the field with no goal in mind. You just wing it right. And winging it works for only so long. Winging it works for those teams who are unprepared, those teams who don't spend the time to envision the next shift, right? Preparing that whole shift for success. What do you 
including your pre-shift? When should you do it? How long should they last? Uh, those are all questions we're going to go over in today's episode. Um, and we'll just start with the with number one. When should you hold your pre-shifts? You need to hold your pre-shifts when a majority of your crew are clocked in. And I know for most of us, you stagger your people in, which is great to reduce labor. And you may have one or two stragglers that maybe come in an hour after everybody else, and that's fine. Uh, at that point, you're in the business and you're trying to really hammer away at the guests and ensure guest satisfaction and food quality and everything that a manager does. But when a good majority of your team is on staff, spend the three to five minutes that it takes to have your pre-shift. And before you can even do a pre-shift, you do have to prepare for it, okay? Um, which leads me into what to include in your pre-shifts. This is up to you. This is varies from restaurant to restaurant. However, I found that across several brands that I've been uh, leading, these five key items make the most impact in your pre-shift. Number one, praises. Choose an MVP from the day prior, or maybe somebody who is uh, new to the team and you want to introduce to the rest of everybody. Um, praising and introducing really gives a spotlight to a specific team member and make sure that you are specific and sincere, right? So if you are choosing to praise a person from yesterday, choose what you're praising them for. Don't just say, John Doe did an amazing job yesterday helping the guests. Okay, well, what did John Doe do? Uh, you can turn that into, guys, I want to give an MVP shout out to Mr. John. He helped an elderly guest out to their car yesterday. And not only that, but he also walked out a, a to-go order from a guest who couldn't get out of their car. That's going above and beyond. And I want to give a quick shout out to John. So everyone give John a round of applause or something cheesy like that, right? The cheesier it is, the cringier it is, the typically the funner it is, right? And you don't want it to be super serious. And that's the point on that is you want it to be lighthearted. You want it to be sincere and you want to shout out that person. If you're introducing a new team member, try to find a few key points uh, from that person, right? Maybe they love dogs or maybe they enjoy hiking and fishing and, you know, find out those things in the initial conversation and, you know, shout them out. Hey guys, this is Mary. She is new to our team today. It's her very first day. Make her feel welcomed. Um, and you can even give Mary the time to say a few things. Typically people are shy on their first day, which is fine. Um, just do it yourself, right? Say, hey, Mary told me she likes to go hiking and fishing. So if any of you guys are into that, you want to make a new friend, Mary's here for that. This will help just introduce her to the tribe of people. And it will, you know, putting people under a spotlight does make them a little nervous, but ultimately it will make them a little more comfortable in the long run. And you'll find that by the end of the day, they will feel more of a part of a team than as if you just ignore them in the pre-shift, right? Because somebody's first day is a big deal, especially a very new team member. Um, you want to make sure that your team is going to take care of them. Uh, review any previous goals from the day prior and if you've met those. Uh, so if you have a few people who didn't work yesterday, you can shout out uh, some of the few folks that did. And, you know, for example, yesterday we set a goal to sell... 42 entrees and we sold 47. So I want to give a great shout out today. Let's aim to sell 50, right? Business updates. If you have any items that are 86, things that didn't come on the truck, equipment that's broken down, any call outs, 
you want to update your team on the business and you want them to mentally prepare for the day to come. If you have a few call outs, that means everybody's got to pull a little bit more weight, right? And it's better to go into that with a mental expectation and for that person and those team members to be mentally prepared for that. Uh, you can also anticipate things like guest flow, right? So if it's a Friday, everybody knows how busy Fridays and the weekends are. Uh, just even saying that, guys, today's Friday. It's going to be a very busy day. Uh, everybody has their side work to do. Um, however, our goal today is XX and X, right? Having a great day, selling the best food we can, whatever it may be. And then lastly is just give one or two very specific goals. Okay, these goals can revolve around things such as sales driving, teamwork, guest satisfaction, any specials or LTOs, whatever. Uh, set a goal for your team. Don't give your team any more than one or two. Once you start delving into three to four to five goals, things start getting muddled and they start getting lost in the message. And you don't want to do that. You want to you want to be effective in one to two one to two goals that day. Then the next day, choose one or two different goals and then keep adding on like that. And eventually you're going to start creating a culture of goal accomplishment. And you're going to start creating a culture of cohesion between the team because it takes a team to meet these goals. Preparation is of utmost importance, just like with anything, but especially the pre-shifts. Okay, you want to be prepared for your pre-shift. You do not want to be the manager that comes into it uh, just winging it. As I stated earlier, winging it will only get you so far before you're found out. You don't have to write down an entire script, okay? Write down a few bullet points. Uh, most restaurants have a pre-shift form, if you will, to help keep things on track. And when you get in the middle of talking and when you get in the middle of, you know, setting goals and expectations, it's very easy to get distracted in the restaurant and it's very easy to lose a few topics along the way, right? Maybe things that were super important. Um... Delegation. Before we dive into that, let's talk about how long pre-shifts should last. Pre-shifts should last around three to five minutes. Three to five minutes is, is the absolute maximum, okay? Any more past that, you start delving into interruption and in operations. You start delving into people losing interest, and you start delving into really just tangents right? And you don't want to go off on tangents in a pre-shift. You want to be specific and you want to set that energy, which leads me to my next thing is setting the energy. <laughs> uh, being very positive and optimistic and energetic is going to relay that to your team. And they're going to be more apt to mirror those emotions and mirror that attitude. Just as if you were to in do a negative pre-shift and just note all the negative things that people are doing, it it's not going to set the right tone. And ultimately, the pre-shift, as I said, they're important for three reasons. One is preparation for the day. Number two is alignment and directing your crew to a common goal and mindset. And number three is setting that tone for the shift. Setting the tone is the most important part here, guys and gals. Set the tone for the shift. If you want your shift to be energetic and positive and you know, goal-oriented, be that in your pre-shift. Now, let's take a, a thought about not having pre-shifts, all right? Your folks are kind of, people know how to do their jobs, right? It's, they know to sell food and to be quick and all of that fun stuff. But 
when you don't have a pre-shift, people are more apt to just do whatever they want, right? You're not accomplishing any goals because you didn't set any goals. You're not setting the tone for the shift because you didn't set the tone for the shift. Okay. And then people are open to start feeling their own feelings and to start deciding how to feel about that shift because they didn't get any direction from you as a manager and as a leader. Now let's talk about delegating. So I start delegating pre-shifts typically to those team members I've identified with growth potential and leadership potential. The reason why I do this is because public speaking is a fear for most people and public speaking can only be conquered by speaking in public. Um, delegating pre-shifts to a high-performing team member will help them develop those skills. It'll also help them solidify their standing as a leader in the restaurant. It'll also help them understand the importance of pre-shifts because eventually when it comes to the point of them being promoted, you're not going to have to worry about that part. And for some reason, like I said earlier, for some reason, pre-shifts are the most pushed aside task in a manager's day to day. It's the most important again for setting that tone. I'm, I've said it many times. I'm going to say it many times more. Setting the tone for the shift is the most important part of the pre-shifts. Okay. If you do decide to, to delegate, make sure you give them your, just give them a few tips, especially if it's their first one, stand right beside them, give them the sheet of bullet points. Okay. The first few are going to be rocky and that's okay. Just like with any new task, it's not going to be perfect and that's fine. However, uh, after teaching many, many people on how to do pre-shifts, I have found this one thing is it takes right around five pre-shifts to really start getting comfortable and to solidify what a perfect pre-shift looks like. Lastly, Keep pre-shifts consistent and to the point. Do them at the same time every single day if you can. Include your cooks. Include everybody. If that means you have to pause operations for five minutes, do it. It is that important. Your guests will understand. If you have people that are waiting for their food uh, and hot food's up, of course, take it out to them. But put a pause. And I understand that not every day is alike. And some days you're just going to get a random rush at the time you do your pre-shift. If you need to do individual pre-shifts, it's not ideal, but at least it's something. It's better than nothing. What you'll miss from doing individual versus the group pre-shifts is you'll miss that, that tone setting. And you'll miss that cohesion of teamwork and reaching a common goal. Imagine saying the same thing to 20 different people. By the time you get to the 20th person, you are exhausted and you just want to get on with it. And it, it turns from an effective pre-shift to, uh, hey, man, here's our goals. Let, let's do it. And then you just move on. That is not indicative of a prepared and evolved leader. An evolved leader holds great, amazing pre-shifts. They set the tone for the entire shift. And lastly... They help reach those goals.
Pre-shifts are so important. Do them. Do them today. If you're listening to this in the afternoon, do one for the night shift. Do them. You will not regret it. And the last thing before I leave you guys, I want to talk about post shifts real quick. Post shifts, um, I will do in another episode down the road. But post shifts are important. Sometimes they're not doable. But most restaurants, business will die around 1 or 2 o'clock, right? And once it starts dying down, that's when you can kind of gather everybody around. And typically, you'll have a few more hours left on their shifts, right? That's going to be your time. That post shift is going to be your time to see if you've met your goals for that day. Maybe go ahead and give an MVP for the day, right? Um, Celebrate those same day wins solidify those goals and expectations. And when you have those post shifts in people's minds, you are closing out the day. And when you close out the day, you do want to give them a little more energy to finish out their shift. Um, Number two, when you do that review, just as with training, when you're doing a recap with, uh, with someone's training and you're giving them those strengths and opportunities, you have a higher chance of putting that energy and those goals into that person's long-term memory bank. And that is what you want is you want to start doing those little by little by little. And eventually two, three, four, five months down the road, when you're doing pre-shifts every day, your managers are doing pre-shifts every day, you're doing post-shifts, your team is going to be more cohesive. They are going to be more of a team because of those. And they're going to know exactly what their expectations are, and they're going to know exactly what the business expects of them and what we ex- and what they expect from the business, right? Anyways, that's pre-shifts. Uh, went a little bit over 15 minutes today, um, but start those. Just to recap, three key reasons that pre-shifts are important. Number one, they prepare your team for the day. Number two, they align and direct your crew to a common goal and mindset. And number three, you set the tone for the shift. Again, having those pre-shifts consistently every single day with everybody. That's all I've got for you folks. Um, I want to remind you guys that we do have a Facebook group that you can join. It is free to join. It's called Restaurant Leadership Evolution. Um, There's no really big, you know, uh, pre-join questions or anything like that. It's a community of restaurant leaders where we share ideas. We motivate each other. I post motivational things on there very often along with questions as well to kind of get the brain juices going. And over the last few weeks, we have grown pretty greatly. Um, It's nothing crazy. It's still right around 50 members, which is fine. Uh, My whole goal, including with this podcast, is if I can help just one person become a better leader that is my goal accomplished that's all i got for you guys tk out